So hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Illy Vish, and I'm going to do a chat and chill with an amazing spiritual person who I've learned a lot from. I remember I first saw her on the Peace Dealers channel and she was pulling cards for the signs and I just felt so drawn to her vibe and then I eventually connected with her on Facebook. So we have got Nikki from Chula Chakras. So everybody give her a warm welcome. Hey, Nikki. Hey, hey, Illy Vish. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am awesome. I am making my way through this Virgo season (laughs) as good as I can. It's been interesting. You know what I mean? Absolutely. As I'm lighting the Palo Santo, this has just been a great cleansing field that's been happening throughout this whole shift of getting into this And now I feel like this grounded earth energy is something that we all could use to just, you know, sort some things out, come back down to earth. Mm-hmm. And it's it's great that you even use those choice of words, like sorting things out, because, you know, that's basically what the Virgo mind likes to do is just keep it, you know, sorted and organized and, and as well as just kind of getting things in a way where we can have an outlook and kind of see things for what we want to shape them. Mm, yes. Yes. Virgo is so particular. That energy, I feel like kind of, it, it, it affects us all. And I know depending on people's charts, like some people will feel it differently, but just not to point out the bad parts of Virgo. Cause I love Virgo energy. I've got a lot of it. My charts are Virgo dominant. I feel like, you know, being able to look at the details is so important such an important absolutely, thing absolutely and yo you know we like i'd like to share we're both mars and virgo yes! right? so <laughs> you feel me because a lot of people don't know what that's like because okay for for the listeners in your birth chart Let's break it down now. Yeah, let's break it down. Let's break it down. For anybody that doesn't know, you're not just your sun sign. So if you're a Scorpio, if you're a Pisces, if you're a Virgo, you've got a whole chart of things going on. So Mm -hmm. Mars would represent how we aggress ourselves, how we go to war, how we fight. Excuse my French, how we fuck. Um, How we fucking fight and how we fuck. Yes. (laughs) exactly exactly so you know the that you're gonna look in your chart and see okay well my mars is wherever well me and nikki happen to both have it in virgo and i remember when i was first learning astrology i came across this video by gemini brown who we work with too and he said the f- yes he said the funniest thing and i just was kind of like you know what? I can't even lie. He was like, you know, he was talking about how meticulous this Mars was. And then he was like, you know, this Mars can be an asshole. And I fell out. (laughs) 
completely on the floor. I think he's got a Virgo moon, doesn't he? He's, you so know, he's I, yeah, he's Virgo moon and Virgo rising, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah, the devil Virgo. Yup. I was like, so I respect, I respect his opinion on the Virgo energy because for me, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm weird. I have it at zero degrees and it's retrograde. <laughs> and it's in my 11th house. So for me, I feel like I don't go to war unless I'm pushed. You know what I mean? I don't tend to start Definitely. shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And mine's in the fifth. So that's why I think it's pretty fun and playful energy at the same time. Mm. So I kind of embody that house with the Virgo energy. So it kind of gives it more of a, mm, I wouldn't say like a playful war, but in a sense where it's like, okay, don't play with me. Because we'll have fun doing it. Yes, know? yes. And yeah. I feel like you're probably really passionate when you go to war, too, because, like, the fifth house is, you know, representing where our passions lie. I see that playfulness, too, because, you know, hobbies and creativity. Yes, and then with Virgo being purity and being, you know, coming in that earth, the, the divine feminine, the, the essence of receiving, uh, it really is kind of being you know, and using our intuitive power with that. So uh, a lot of times, you know, intuition of Virgo, sometimes it doesn't match like that, but you know, there's a way to fuse this. Mm, I agree. I agree. I love the way that you understand that. Cause I feel like I don't really meet that many other people that have Mars and Virgo. And then your placement of it is interesting. It's falling in a Leo house. And for me, <laughs> as a yeah. person who for some reason, for the past two years, I've been surrounded by Leos. I had been like the only water sign, but obviously too, the only Virgo dominant person in the room. It was interesting because when we talk about like the Zodiac wheel, I was just having a conversation when I was telling people that, you know, it's a progression. So Virgo coming after Leo would mean you'd have to master, I guess, Leo energy before going on to the Virgo energy, so to speak. And, you know, just to see my interactions with them, it's like, oh, little kitty, I figured you out. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you're, you're realizing they're being placed in your path, though. So you're kind of like, you're still being observant. Yes. That's a really good trait to have as uh, coming in a Virgo dominant person. You're observing this. Yes. And you're seeing for what it is. You are so right. Everybody has a purpose and... I feel like all the Leo energy I was coming across, I didn't even really notice it until the North Node went into Leo, which is my North Node, um, which I have at 29 degrees. So they they were helping me along this life path to, you know, kind of fulfill my destiny this lifetime. So I'm like, hey, no mistakes made in the universe. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow, that's powerful. Very, very, very. So... I wanted to ask you when the sun went into Virgo and we started having all the Virgo and qualities illuminated by the life giving sun, what did you feel was the biggest impact on you personally? I believe it was just, um, it was a sense of urgency, but it was more comfortability. Like it was almost like falling into my own at that point. Like I wasn't reaching. I wasn't, um, you know, backtracking. I was finally feeling a little more present, uh, kind of getting my base chakra, my root chakra really uh, 
kind of dug down, like in the parts where I'm just like grounding and earthing and things like that. Mm-hmm. I felt, I felt that surge. So it was like a surge of energy, and I say like almost like an urgency, kind of like a lightning uh, effect. And you know, it's never, a, never a coincidence, right? So we we realize the synchronicities of the planets, the transits, the aspects, mm-hmm. all this. And I'm going through a huge remodel, and it was kind of one of those things where it was building and building, but when my mind realized that, okay, this is exactly how I'm going to do it. I always knew I was going to achieve it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the puzzle put together at that point. So kind of when I when I felt that surge and that lightning bolt happen when the sun was enlightened and lightening up from Virgo, it was like, yo, this is how I'm going to do it, you know? So <laughs> it was like, I, I'm building from the ground up and I'm kind of, uh, I'm doing a remodel in my home. Like okay. personally, I've now had the means to do that. I mean, it's not like a huge remodel, but it's to the point where I'm like, things are shifting and now I kind of see it. I vision it more than I have before. I love um, it. And dealing with some retrogrades with me personally and my personal planets, I have a sixth house stelium. Okay. So it's kind of like, and Pluto's there, you know, Saturn. And we all know with that retrograde, that was like a, a deep, <laughs> you know. It was oh, I was work. so happy when it was over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yo, I'm really excited that I kind of feel this plan happening and Virgo energy kind of getting like literally cleaning out the dust in the corners, literally kind of, you know, moving in this transformative energy, being a Scorpio sun, knowing that, you know, transforming is really one of the greatest uh, achievements in life and just keeping change constant. Yes. Yes. Energy in Virgo has been really uplifting. It's been very um, refreshing, you know, kind of like when we say Mercury retrograde, it kind of gives you that rejuvenating feeling. And it's funny because, you know, with Mercury being the ruler, uh, it's it's kind of tapping into our minds that way. So I'm really feeling this energy in that sense. Yes, I, I feel you on that. And then I feel like my Piscean energy, because it's the opposite of Virgo, is definitely affected I have Mercury in Pisces in the fifth house retrograde. And what I noticed, okay, it's weird because with all the Virgo energy that I have, like I have Lilith, Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars there. And then, you know, a Pisces sun and, um, you know, my Mercury in Pisces. Now with Mercury in Pisces, I realized that sometimes when I'm trying to explain things to people, I can't. I can't get the appropriate words out and that my thought process is more like feeling instead of thinking like I'll feel my way through a situation right right and now you're feeling that opposition because you know um Mercury's in Virgo right now yes you're feeling like the 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 polar feelings of that Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Pisces in that sense but that's really dope, though, because, you know, you're kind of like experiencing it from this outer body experience in a sense. Like you can kind of see it. Yeah. You know, uh, happening in front of you and you're getting it because, you know, we're, we're kind of ahead of the game when you know astrology. People out there that understand astrology, we kind of feel that sense where we may not be, you know, well versed in other. But when you understand the planets, you kind of get your own shit, you know. Yes. You get it. Like, you know what? This is how it works. I don't even know how I operated, like, living (laughs) before (laughs) understanding the planets. Because, like, I can... Let me tell you, I've gone back and looked at different aspects and times in my lives, in my life. Ooh, I said lives. I know we've been here many lives, but damn, I'm just talking about this one. (laughs) Many lives, but I'm 
many lives. <laughs> but, you know, I've actually gone back when I first started learning astrology because I was so skeptical of everything, not because I just knew astrology couldn't be real, but just because I approach everything kind of in a, I need to see. I feel like um, a lot of times for me, especially with my Capricorn moon, I have to really, something has to feel grounded and tangible to me. It has to feel useful or I'm just like, oh, that's fluff. You know what I mean? So I pulled events and time frames in my life from way before. I'm talking back when I was rapping heavy, when I was a teenager, to see, yeah. you know, different things that had happened. Because I walked away from a scholarship at school to do music full time. And guess when that occurred when I looked it up? It was during my my first North Node return. I was like, oh, well, this makes sense. <laughs> living if that's that in a nutshell or what you know like living out your purpose yes yes and i was supposed to be in my creative zone and you know it was a lot of i'm I'm sure people would be like what that sounds crazy i'm glad for the experience i don't think that anything that has occurred wasn't supposed to but that's another thing i want to ask you about what are your thoughts on because some people will say well, I mean, if you're looking at a chart and you're saying it's supposed to happen and you're saying that, you know, the universe kind of outlined it for you, then doesn't that mean that you don't believe in free will? And I'm always like, no, but you know, some people don't get that. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's such a really loaded, you know, idea, you know, because when we start putting free will into it, you're understanding that we're planted here to live out. This is my perspective, to live out our chart, to mm-hmm. live out our natal, you know, uh, pictorial of what are, is planted in ourselves as, you know, we kind of live out as galaxies. We all have our unique makeups, our unique planets. So when we have, when we throw free will into it, it's kind of like, is free will intertwined with this? So what planet really rules free will? What planet really kind of gives you that idea where we can spark that? Because, you know, we are planted here to do what we're supposed to do and live out, um, you know, in that divine moment of where, why we're placed here in the time frames that we're placed here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes us a, a lifetime to figure it out, you know? And yeah. sometimes there's people that were born that know it right away. And I think that has a lot to do with just our placements, our personal placements and why it has happened. You know, there was a flick, um, it, it came out kind of like back in the day. I want to say it was like 2000, I don't want to put a date on it, but it was like early 2000s and it was called Waking Life. I okay. don't know if any of y'all out there seen it hmm. or if you've seen it, Illy. But it's, it was kind of one of those very, it was a pictorial of like when there's actors, you know, being filmed, but then it turned into kind of like a cartoonish vibe to it. Um, but then it kind of showed the interpretation of dreams, our free will and waking life. So mm-hmm. like how lucid dreamy has really took like a big spin, I think. Um, and maybe... It, it's always been there, but I think that it went, it went on a platform in a sense, you know, okay. where there's other things that were intertwined with dreaming and things um, in the spiritual awakening. Uh, what do I say? Like the group, you know, people that we're all connected to, you know, we all are one, but yes. there's a lot of things where I've noticed that have came in the forefront in the past, maybe 10, 15 years that's evolving. Um, 
So, you know, that helps me kind of understand my own perspective of it when I was watching that, because it kind of showed like, well, inevitably we always have the free will. So with that being said, you know, is there quite, uh, consequences or what we can conquer and maybe defying our free will or, um, you know, just going with our intuition. Because I think that in my perspective, free will and intuition are kind of in, in the same because we are free to act on what is uh, channeled through us mm-hmm. um, in lack of better words, you know. Oh, I know um, what you mean. Yeah. Oh, it's you know, 2001. It came out. I looked it up as soon as you said it. I haven't seen it. But I'm okay. going to add it to the list. It's, it has really good reviews, too, here. Right. Like It's like an 8.9 yeah, out of 10. Okay, word. It was just one of those that stuck out that kind of did showcase free will in a different perspective. And I kind of, you know, I was interested in it. Is in a part of my spiritual awakening and and you know grounding and things, so it was kind of interesting to see that perspective. I dabbled in lucid dreaming a bit in my life. Um, okay. I even you know I know you mentioned Mike earlier on the Peace Dealer channel, and we did a peace talk, and I talked about you know what it was like to experience sleep paralysis and kind of um, tuning into the different worlds while we're in the dream state, but mm-hmm. also in a waking state. So um, I think a lot has to do with that, too. I mean, it's all kind of, um, it's a web, right? So it kind of connects to one another in a sense. So, I mean, I'm not really sure if there's a big, you know, picture where it comes up like, well, you know what, if you if you feel that everything is meant to happen for a reason, then why, you know, we still have to act. We still have to, you know, I feel like there was a quote was saying like, um, I, I I want to say that it came from, now don't, I'm trying to remember now, I'm sounding silly out here, but it was something like, you know, um, bathing isn't required every day, but we recommend it just as like waking up and, and getting dressed and doing what we have to do and having, um, you know, ammunition to kind of get ourselves started in a way, like what really drives us. Yes. lose that essence then your free will is always there to make those choices along your path i mean i think the planets just set it up for us you know we live it out yes yes i feel like it's like our operating system like okay like if you have a mac computer um you know and somebody else has a pc you can both still write a paper but you know within the confines of the operating system that's going to be expressed differently it's going to be done differently so you know People find things hard to reconcile when you talk about fate or destiny or the universe planned it, because then, you know, I think a lot of people kind of feel like you're stripping them away from personal responsibility. Whereas I kind of look at it like, it's like knowing the weather. Like I have very weather temperamental hair. Like if it is humid outside or if it's raining, that's not going to be a day that I decide, Hey, I got to straighten my hair. Because if I do that, you know what I mean? It's it, There's going to be no reason to. So, you know, knowing transits and different things, you're, you're knowing the astrological weather, knowing your birth chart, you're knowing the, the um, energy that you came into being with. So if by any chance, like, you know, there's something going on, you can check the astral weather, then you'll know how to handle it. You know, just because it's raining, that doesn't mean some people go, oh, I'm not going outside. I mean, some people may say that, but you know what I mean? If you got something to do, you're still going to go outside, but you're going to have an umbrella or you're going to have a raincoat or just going to be prepared. Yes, you're going to have your tools to prepare your journey, you know, Mm -hmm. like what what is it that can help assist you, you know, give give yourself a little more ease along the way. 
Exactly. Exactly. So I like your perspective. Thank you for bringing that up. You know, that was, that was really necessary. I mean, I love it. Thank you. Cause people fight with me. Like, I, I hate, I hate having to say this, but especially since it's Virgo season, I am separated what's necessary from what's not. And lately so many people have just tried me on the internet. Like, look, (laughs) I am an astrologer. I study astrology. You're not going to ever get a positive response from me by telling me it's a pseudoscience and then not telling me why it's a pseudoscience as far as you're concerned. You don't know anything about it yet, you know? Absolutely, you know, and then, you know, there there are the naysayers, but sometimes, you know, with us, I mean, with me personally, sometimes, you know, you kind of, you know how it is, we got to pick and choose our battles. And yeah. at some point, like, yo, like, if you're that far gone with it, then I might as well just, like, entertain with my soul group, and hopefully it'll reach some people that are ready, yes. uh, that are willing to kind of understand a different um, you know, perspective about it all. Cause you know, it's not just a birthday when people go, Oh, you like astrology or you're into Zodiac. Like, Oh, well my horoscope is nothing like how I am. And it's just like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, so you kind of tap into it and it's fun. Like for me and, 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 kind of engaging with people that aren't aware and that are open, you know, cause I mean, you know, as well as I do, it's a, it's a forever learning journey. We're always learning. We're always evolving in this study of astrology planets. I mean, heck, you know, astronomy at at the least, some people really enjoy that. Um, and I know I do, but a lot of times, like you say, you know, if there's just these naysayers and they're just saying, well, this is this and this is that, and they're not open whatsoever. It just shows that it pretty much is like that with every platform of things, just not astrology. So Mm -hmm. as far as like us is like the ones that are holding the torch and keeping the path open, um, with astrology, metaphysical healing, you know, Reiki, um, you know, tarot, oracle, all these things that kind of make up that esoteric realm into bringing our realities around each other. It's kind of like, okay, well, we're supporting each other. And those that aren't standing with us, that's okay, too. Like, I'm not here to, you know, force anything down anybody's throat. But those that are inquiring, I am open to help. I'm open, you know, and I think that's sometimes where us as healers or those that are into the stars and know the stars and live by them, where we can draw the line and knowing that like, oh, these people are going to get me heated for no apparent reason. (laughs) Um, They're definitely not going to evolve from this because they're already hard headed about it. So why am I even wasting my energy basically? You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. You are so right about that i refuse to just give drop jewels or what do they say cast pearls before swine apparently everything is not for everybody and like you said is it'll hopefully have impact on those who are open to hear it yes yes absolutely and i think that's how it's happened with me personally and maybe you and Mm -hmm. whoever else that's kind of found their path and and whatever time frame it was and we kind of just kind of see it for what it is and why it sparked us at that time. Like, you know, well, you know, it's funny how you're saying, like, you look at the history of how things evolved in your life personally mm-hmm. and your quest of your, you know, career, your passions, everything. And then with that aligning with your North Nodal return, you know, that doesn't, you know, 
stop you from understanding like, okay, well, this could happen if, if we're the type of people that look into the future of the stars. But I think it's important that we just kind of feel that present, you know, and, and yeah. when we look that it helps us kind of prepare for that, you know, you're right. Go, oh, well, that makes sense. And that's, you know, that's just really, it's really profound to be able to kind of tap into that and then still kind of be open with going with the flow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I know one night I stood up and tried to look at my chart going, like I just kept going in the future. Right. <laughs> so I'm doing this with my birth chart. I'm doing this with my progress chart. I think I was up to like seven o'clock in the morning. I never went to sleep. And I was like, stop. Like I had to, <laughs> I had to stop myself and I'm like, no, I'm going to deal with it. You know, like day at a time or maybe a month at a time. Cause I just felt like my head was going to explode you know, all that information, seeing all the different things that were going to go through my houses and touch my planets. And I was just like, oh, I was like, chill out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's really, it's quite compelling though, because it's just kind of, it's so interesting to kind of see that we could actually go that far, mm-hmm. and above, you know, and, and kind of see the galaxy for how it's developed and how it's going to continue to develop. And what the energies are going to bring as far as like humanity's concerned and like big events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's definitely an interest of mine because I like how you were saying earlier, you know, bringing other things into it, Oracle, Reiki, all of these things are connected. They're all esoteric areas. And for people who are drawn to that sort of thing, they'll notice that, you know, you could see astrological concepts and everything and, but you can also pull other esoteric practices into them. And what I wanted to ask you is what brought you into learning esoteric things in the first place? Like what was the draw? How did that happen? You know, I, I can't, I, I'm not really sure if I can think of a specific, uh, specific event or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I would have to say, um, as cliche as it sounds, I feel that I was kind of always born into that type of a uh, realm, like not really afraid of the unknown quote unquote, or, um, you know, as I was speaking about it earlier on like my dream state, a lot of times I would have prophetic dreams as a child, or I would see, um, entities and things like that in my waking life. Wow. Kind of about that as a kid and then also kind of being a like low-key like a healer as a kid my mom would even say you know like um your hands would warm up and sometimes I would say hey put your hands on my you know if something was aching her or something like that and that it's just so ironic looking back at it seeing how I evolved into like practicing Reiki and then you know going into level two and then kind of starting Chula Chakras out of just having that always that essence there just not really pinpointing like when I was like okay I'm actually gonna do this it was just like a build-up you know mm-hmm. I was always into my horoscope I was always into being a Scorpio um you know I'm a Scorpio son and then later on realizing that I have a heavy Uranus and Scorpio as well as Mercury so they all worked really well together as far as channeling because I have a very Uranian mind as well as like uh, connected to spiritual realm, you know, so I was able to kind of understand that as a kid. And then, well, maybe I didn't really know astrology as much as a kid, but I just was experiencing the uh, paranormal ideas of being a Scorpio. And I seen Mm. that 
Um, I remember going to like a quote unquote, like Halloween gathering for women. It was, um, I want to say probably in 2006 ish, something like that. And it was actually at a cemetery and I thought it was pretty dope. I was like, you know, super into, you know, that idea and like yes. in the spiritual realm, I have culture where we celebrate, you know, the day of the dead mm -hmm. and, you know, like the Mexican vibes of just, you know, celebrating your ancestors and things like that, that have passed on and kind of summoning their spirits. So I was into that. I was into cemeteries. I was never scared of that aspect in life. So when I sat down with the psychic that was actually at this party, they were like, oh, it's going to be a psychic party. We're doing like, um, excuse me, a little halloween gathering so mm -hmm. make a long story short i kind of remember this being a pivotal moment where i sat down with this quote-unquote psychic it was wasn't the first time i've seen a psychic but this was a time where he was kind of like just sat down next to me and he just said it right away he's like you know that you um are a witch and i was just kind of like oh, okay and <laughs> i knew it but like nobody's ever really told me that you know and right. i was just like okay like i get it but then he kind of went on to saying that it was more than just that it was like kind of like where my soul has evolved back into kind of embodying the scorpionic energy showing the transformations of going from a scorpio a snake to an eagle to actually now where i'm at in my life as a phoenix back then it was probably still going into like an eagle form like it took me a long time to get out of my scorpionic like um transforming like killing and rebirth and death of an ego a you know insecurities all these things that didn't really allow my divine feminine to shed so he kind of opened that and I was just kind of like wow you know um he didn't really tell me something I didn't know mm -hmm. but it was just a perspective where I was like yo and like I remember I seen a witch back in the day like <laughs> um when I was a younger girl and it was a shadow and it could have casted from uh, maybe something that came from the reflection of my window in my room mm -hmm. who knows what it was at that point but when that was said it was like I remembered it um and that kind of was a turning point. So as like, when you asked that question, I was like, yo, I don't really know. But then I'm thinking <laughs> about it and I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, that could have been a big idea where he was like, you know, kind of look into what the, you know, uh, I don't know if he used the word esoteric, but just kind of like those studies and what I've mentioned before. And I did, and it was just funny because I already kind of had, um, you know, an Oracle deck. I kind of already had some things and it kind of just showed of the confirmation of it all. Gotcha. And then I had a lot of, you know, books on astrology, books on things that I didn't really dive into until something opened. There was a portal that did open. Um, and then, you know, living into that in these past, like, maybe three to five years, knowing that I'm no longer a witch, I'm a goddess. And then that was, I think, the actual awakening. Gotcha. Because um, witch gets a bad rap. You know what I mean? Yeah, it hit me. And I was just like, this is it, you know? Um, and I have ideas of what embodiments of what goddesses I'm actually trying to live through this energy through, but it's really just me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we kind of just embody this energy to, you know, live our highest good, right? So I'm feeling like awakening to, you know, even that that much more is what's ahead you know so like i said you know just discovering i'm a goddess isn't the end all you know it's just the beginning the, definitely just the beginning because then you're from there um you're walking in your purpose and you know you're calling in more that you need and i find it interesting because we live in a society that's very scared of a lot of different things 
And for me, even though I didn't really kind of awaken spiritually completely until 2012, the thing about it is I always felt a disconnect from the things that I was told were supposed to be meaningful and deep to me that weren't like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I was christened Catholic and I have, when we would go to church, I didn't feel anything. And my mom was the type of mom that would take you to like other churches too. So I didn't just go to, you know, mass, like we go to Baptist churches, we go to other churches and I'd see people like catching spirit and stuff. And I'd just be like, like, I think to myself literally as a kid, well, what's wrong with me? Because none of this, like, I don't feel any of this, you know, none of this is resonating with me. I've always kind of, you know, have this idea that I was supposed to be on a different path. And I feel like by the time I figured that out um, and what it was and, you know, learning about all these different things, um, embracing the divine feminine, embracing um, my birth chart, knowing what all that meant, it was just like, oh my God, I finally felt like I was home. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. this this yeah. is for me. Exhale, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. like you're fine telling where things were kind of just like you felt relieved almost yes yes definitely felt relief and then you know what gave me even more relief and this is big props to you i gotta give her credit she's from the d detroit y'all what up though i'm telling you i am telling you what gave me relief is to know because this is going to sound kind of stupid but like um i always like to kind of speak on the things that I thought that might sound a little odd, but joining the spiritual community and being around people, I guess I kind of expected everybody to be like so proper and uptight. I was so relieved. Like you're a hip hop head. You are a fabulous MC. And I'm just like, yes. And look at all the spiritual stuff she's into. That made me feel (laughs) home even more. (laughs) And we discovered that in each other, you know, because as much you give me props, I give them back. Like, I, it's the exchange is pure, mm-hmm. and it's definitely like what we're here to do. Like, we definitely found other souls that have like, you know, similar energy. So mm-hmm. it's like, yo, like, how do, how does this not make sense that we're like connecting and, and collabing and getting things done? Like, that's how it was when I first discovered Mike or like, yeah. like Bob. And those cats out there that are like super living that metaphysical, honest, honest shit, you know, like yes. they have integrity because they keep it real. You mm. feel me? Like and that's what we do. And, you know, you're an amazing MC. Like there's so many souls that can be inspired just from this connection alone because we're out here, we're living our lives. We're not just that cookie cutter, like I'm spiritual, nothing, you know, <laughs> happens without positivity and I'm just radiating that. Like, no, we understand sometimes the more positivity we give, a lot of times there'll be shit coming back to us. Yeah. You know? Like I, I feel like um ERTs, she's a badass woman empowered like lady. And she even mentioned, like, listen, you think you're positive, like fuck shit is going to happen to you. Yes. And it, it depends on how you react. Like, look, like a lot of times our power comes in our reaction, not about what happens around us. Like, fuck that. Like it's about the peace within, you know? And then like, you know, being a battle MC, we've had conversations just on our personal tip, mm-hmm. you know friends and like kind of you know i think where there's a couple times where we've talked about um being at open mic yeah 
<laughs> letting loose when people were side-eyeing you, not knowing yes. that like, you're walking, you're a female, but guess what? I will rip this mic in half. Like, yo, do not touch the kid. <laughs> they really had no clue. And that and you're right, we bonded over that because now when I think about about those those times, especially at there was just one particular place here in Philly where I feel like I don't know if it was a certain clique that thought they had everything, you know, kind of on lock and they didn't like to see new people kind of like enter the circle, whatever it was. I used to be very, and I'm, I'm learning now that I'm probably not an introvert. I call myself that, or I thought that I'm just sensitive to the energy of other people, you know, so I got to withdraw from time to time, but my Libra rising wants to be all out there, you know, and <laughs> You know, definitely like, oh, let me go over here. Let me go here. And, yo, to know that somebody knows what it feels like to go in, everybody's underestimating you. They could be underestimating you for so many reasons, but it's usually because you're a girl and you don't look like you can spit. You don't look like... (laughs) You don't look like you're about to do any damage. And then you just come out and they're like, oh. Like, I've shut so many people up. Those (laughs) times... know and and how like it's so universal like you know we'd rather battle with our hip-hop than we would anytime our fists like yes you know and a lot of times people that are projecting that energy are just insecure within themselves like work on yourself sis like we're supposed to be a team like we're out here like women not to say that it's women against men at all because like props to the divine masculine like i love the exchange like we have to have that balance and you meant you mentioned you know libra so it's like with your libra rising you know that balance yes sometimes it's like we have to give props for that but those that send out that energy it just goes to show like we can't take anything personal and we will always shine because it's not out of that place you know Mm. it's out of like pure raw talent or pure raw like emotion like how many times have you really uh spit some of your best material because you were quote-unquote pissed off or quote-unquote like felt riled up because of a situation Mm -hmm. or that you felt very powerful about or you know something that you felt passionate about you were able to you know because i know there was times where i'm like wow where did that come from because it was something that really you know excited my energy it was actually about something like i wasn't just you know what i mean rapping about what the basic you know quote rap you know idols are doing at that moment so and then like you say being a woman you're already kind of like you would think that it would be opposite like yo she's a woman let's put her up there but a lot of times you know with being in a uh, uh masculine dominant genre you kind of are the underdog you mm-hmm. are the one that is going to t- catch the most slack or you know what i mean you have to spit just twice as hard definitely <laughs> box, right? yes because they will they're looking for you not to be as good i never wanted to be placated and have anybody like pat me on the head like oh look at the little girl trying no <laughs> no, no, exactly. And don't get it twisted. I'm not gonna disembody that I am a female. I'm gonna show you that I do both. Yeah. And I think that's what that's what the kicker is. That's that shows like the actual, you know, awakened being where you can kind of embody both at the masculine and feminine energy, representing empowering other women to not be afraid to get on the mic. I mean, that was one of the main reasons why I was so drawn to staying on the mic because I seen that you know, being a woman, it could really 
um, do a lot of impact, you know, in, mm-hmm. a, in a social status yes. and just for, you know, your community, it doesn't really have to be on such like a huge platform. You know, it could just yeah. be like, Hey, I'm rapping for a couple of folks out here and they're <laughs> feeling it. So guess what? Like I'm out here and I hope it inspires them to jump on the mic or yes. write something. You're doing the I, work and, and, and right. no matter where you're doing it, you're doing it. Exactly. And it's just our minds being creative, right? It's like the kind of like that, that um, exercise that we really need to thrive as just like compassionate people. Yes. And you said to me a while back, something that stuck with me. And I remember being 12 years old and someone said to me, oh, because I used to parody songs and I, I did one of my songs for you that I parodied. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh man. And- <laughs> with the people <laughs> oh you want me to share <laughs> <laughs> like, like okay so when i was like 12 i thought it was hilarious to turn everything into a song about food and here's another point where astrology sticks out i didn't know i was a venus and taurus it makes sense hey. <laughs> everything hey. got turned okay. into food so um, this was around the time where it was like we were really experiencing this surge of all the West Coast artists, you know, coming to our view. Of course, we knew NWA in the 80s and stuff, but I'm talking about like, you know, this is the chronic by Dr. Dre that came out. And I'm from Philly. And we tend to like, at times kind of lean towards New York type stuff, but you couldn't tell me nothing. Nobody better not say have not have had anything to say (laughs) about me bumping anything West Coast. So I did Let Me Ride by Dr. Dre, and I'm like, I'm going to make it about food. And I was like, creeping. Maybe I'll eat some peas. Sweet potato pie, because niggas want these. As soon as I said it, seems I got sweated by somebody with some cheese fries trying to eat mine. You want to add sauce, add soy. Eating up that shrimp fried rice like a Chinese boy. So it goes on. (laughs) But (laughs) it was hilarious because somebody said to me, write a real song. And I was like, what? You're like, this is my real song. Yeah. And this is what I'm representing. Like, <laughs> I love my food. But then I tried it. And then, you know what's interesting? What you said to me that stuck out and threw me back to that oh, time okay. was about freestyling and how it's like you're channeling. It's like your higher self, if you allow yourself to be connected to it, that's what it is. And I never was able to describe it until I heard you say that. Wow. Thank you. No, I mean, that. thank you for, you know, uh, exchanging the energy in order for me to even allow that to, you know, happen. Mm-hmm. We, we were talking about, you know, hip hop and the connection of, you know, being like astral beings and, and knowing that we, we're kind of here doing this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so true because, you know, I, I also wanted to ask you too, though, it's like, I actually, speaking of like social media conflicts, or maybe it wasn't like a conflict, but you know, I had noticed somebody said something and it it was just on some random hip hop page somewhere, something, I don't remember the specifics. Mm -hmm. However, I remember the core of it and it was talking about freestyling. And I remember somebody comments and saying that like, there is no really such thing as freestyling. And that when people freestyle, they are just um, reciting a rhyme that they had already wrote freely oh my god it was like 
like everything in me was trying to understand how I was going to just respond to this person without like cutting them all the way down. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that Mars and Virgo cut them down. Yeah, hey, cut him down, cut him down. <laughs> you know, it was like I'm being tactful right now, but like you know, and he's probably looking at my profile picture, like, what does this chick know about fucking hip hop? You know, he got you, know, you fucked up if you don't think you know. <laughs> yeah, like, find me, like you know, like you said, it's just sometimes we are a product of our environment. Um, you know, you're being like a huge, you know, uh staple in philly you know coming up in the time that we came up mm-hmm. um you know coming from the same kind of era i believe i don't even know if we are born the same year but regardless i think that you know we kind of experienced that like you say the west coast east coast like all that and then yes. also just being like proud of where we're from or proud of what we do indeed so it's kind of like man like but what do you feel about freestyle do you feel that freestyle um is something that is a dying art is it something that we need to bring back more because i feel that a lot of people are getting like what the true essence of freestyle is what it's about like what is it you know, what would you say it's like to you? I feel like when I heard you describe it for what it was, the reason that that stuck with me so much is because I had heard other people try to say, yeah, nobody freestyles this. This is stuff that they had written. Nah, nigga. Sorry. Sorry to say it like that, but nah, because I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. And I remember now this, this is me getting real passionate about music that I love. Yeah. I was inspired to start rapping in the first place by seeing other females rap. When I was a little kid, I was watching, I had to be eight or nine watching MC Light and Queen Latifah. And I'm like, oh my God, girls can rap. And besides me writing parodies, like actually writing the, the stuff down, I would freestyle all the time since I was a little kid and with no written anything with no help from anybody. And a lot of times probably that stuff didn't make a lot of sense, but by the time I honed my craft and got really comfortable 12, 13, 14 and up freestyling was no problem. I think what it does is showcase your, your very true essence because okay i could sit down here for two hours and come up with something like masterful like a whole song everything i'm I'm not doubting my writing skills but to on the fly be able to connect especially given that like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna shout out a couple people here my homie he's like a brother to me um icon the mike king he used to do this thing. I met him at a job that we both hated. And then it turned out, he was like, no, I rap. And I'm like, oh, shit, I rap too. But um, he used to do this thing where he would bl- he would be blindfolded and people from the audience would hand him just random items. So he would figure out what the items were while freestyling and incorporate them into his rap. Yes. How is some... That's- yeah. That's how- that's the embodiment of hip hop. So yes, and, and with you saying it, like me making that comment about channeling, like it's always been there. Like we knew kind of like, that's what we've always done. I think we even brought up a couple of times where I was like, yo, when I, I hosted an open mic in Detroit for a couple of years and it was like, we used to do that where people would just shout out words in the audience mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like a theme and we would go back and forth. And it's like, you just can't make that up. Like you don't plan that. that yeah. Was like, that happens organic so shouts out to your homie for even you know holding that down on the east coast because i feel that that's just so 
unique, you know, and that's something that people should really exercise because I feel that we all have that gift. We just have to tap into it. Amen. Because when things were going hard, like I, when I went through my Saturn return, I couldn't freestyle to save my life. It, oh, Lord. it was like, there was so much stuff going on with me and who I was, was actually really changing from the inside out. It was like, I couldn't, oh, yeah, I couldn't tap into the higher self. I couldn't do it. And I used to freak my kids out because I would be like, you know, I start rapping and they'd be like, did you, did you just make that up? Yes. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I right? did. Like, um yeah no and that's why i love ciphers so much because they're nine times out of ten like if you catch me freestyling it's not really going to be because i'm like yo check out my freestyle and i'm like sitting with some cats and i'm just like out here just i want to bust out a rap like i'm really going to get into that energy when other people feel that energy Mm -hmm. and it's like i want to share it i want to go around in a circle i want to feed off of what the next guy said to me next to me and then what i'm about to say the guy next to me or the woman next to me is about to you know piggyback off of that that's what i think is beautiful about you know keeping the essence of you know a community a cypher a quote-unquote circle mm-hmm. because i think that's you know what we kind of gravitate to is like helping each other in the community of like speaking that's what hip-hop was about like empowering and going maybe against what was taught you know what we were taught like how you were saying earlier and like it just didn't resonate with you yeah hip-hop was kind of against the grain it was kind of bold it was something that we weren't used to hearing it wasn't something that you know was cookie cutter you know it was Mm -hmm. different and for us to express that i think you know and keep that was kind of like that's how i am i'm a seventh house son so i'm really in partnerships like if someone's freestyling with me I'm going to probably rip it like 10 times more than I was just, you know, doing it alone or whatever. Like I'm not to say that I'm I'm doubting my like spit skills because, you know, I'm driving in the car and a lot of times I'm just out here just, you know, I'm riding and I'm rolling. (laughs) But with somebody else that kind of encourages that in me, it really helps me kind of set the bar for myself. You know what I mean? I definitely get it. Seventh house sun, and then I'm a twelfth house moon. So when oh. I get going, I'll go there. Yes, you, know you will. Mean? Yes, you will. And I can appreciate your your ability to kind of absorb and work with, um, you know, the partnerships from having, you know, your son in the seventh house. I have Venus there, so like I really appreciate partnerships. I really appreciate yeah. and and love the collaboration that you could have one on one, and that energy that you get in in a cypher with the right people (laughs) especially if they're going off doesn't it like inspire you to just like and it's not even like a mind thing and i and it goes back to like my quote of saying like freestyle is the ultimate channeling Mm -hmm. because you don't really think you're feeding off their energy and you're going yes fucking beat and if there ain't no beat you already know it in your head you're going four 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 yes yes that is so right you go or you don't go and anytime that you build that courage up to actually go and speak your voice i mean it's just like with anything like i've been to poetry slams i've been to you know uh any types of speeches and and kind of seminars and things where it's like empowering people it's all the same shit it's just a different way to channel it you know like Mm -hmm. we're putting that platform we're speaking what we got to speak but it just you know when we are awakened, I feel that our spit is becoming more conscious because there's been a lot of times where I've just been spitting about bull crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me and too. It's just, um, 
Me you know, too. the exercise to kind of get yourself better and, and to kind of, you know, come on. We, we can't say that we were born the greatest MCs. A lot of times you got to work at that shit, man. It doesn't yes. come easy. That is true. That is true. And I figure by now I've been through enough where I'll have more to talk about. And with the metaphysical aspect to it now and the spirituality that I'm into, I, I have no idea how I would ever at this point compose music and that not be a portion of it. You know what I mean? Because it's there. And I was like, yo, that makes so much sense. Like, it's just, it's the glue. It's almost like everything that really is keeping it together. Like how you say you can construct a whole song and do this or that, but if there's no essence in it with that, you know, uh, being led and, and kind of having like, you know, that influence it's, it's there. It's, it's, there's no turning back once you've awakened, you know what I mean? You can't like unawaken. No. Like, like, <laughs> oh, I'm just sleep you know? again now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put that back. Can't put the spiritual hymen back. Sorry, y'all. It, it's gone. Can't go back. And then once you, if you decide to go back, you're just faking the funk because you already know what you have learned. You already know what you and your third eye is open to. Yes. So, you know, and the minute you have that um, standpoint and be on the mic, like, yo, like, kill it, rip it, and, and, and help empower people. Say something. Say something worth something. There's so much shit going on in the world today where yes. it's like, what's up? the things that have um you know made it that clusterfuck let's try to smooth it out for the people man let's try to give people hope again i agree i agree and i am hoping that as i embark on this musical journey that i've decided to undertake again that i will be able to work with you because there are not too many people that even would grasp some of the things that we talk about don't you often feel like you're speaking another language um (laughs) and you know i'm i'm honestly i I would be honored, but I'm honestly smelling like a small EP. Like I would, I wouldn't mind doing a project. I yes, think. I think something just got born, y'all. Give them one song. Like I would do. We should do something. Like we're, we're gonna get it popping. It'll definitely be spiritual gangster certified. I know that. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I look forward to that. You just planted so many seeds in this oh, short amount of time that I've talked to you, and I, I wanted to say to you real quick that yeah. one of the reasons that I feel, well, I feel drawn to you for so many different reasons, but I know you do the Oracle cards. And so let let me just tell you this quick story. I got um, an angel therapy deck, I think. And it was the only deck that I've ever had. I just started like collecting different ones and stuff like that. I don't really know a lot about tarot, but, you know, I was learning the difference between, you know, using the Oracle cards and things like that. You have said things when you've drawn cards in the videos that I've seen you do, the lives that you've done, you've pulled some for me where I was just like, wow, I can literally tell that you just open yourself as a vessel and you were channeling the information that needed to be there. It just, it was like, it's beautiful. I just wanted to compliment you on that. Well, thank you so much. And I feel that I'm getting a lot of these downloads um, lately that are kind of gearing me towards of getting back into that specific spiritual type work mm-hmm. because that's my actual calling. Excuse me. I took a bite of a banana. Y'all. No problem. Eat your food. <laughs> <laughs> so my spiritual calling, and it's like, um, 
I like doing natal charts and stuff. I wouldn't say that that's my expertise. Mm -hmm. So I honestly was thinking about even making an announcement that I will be just kind of gearing a lot of my spiritual work back to my intuitive channeling, back to what I feel is the most strongest point. Like, because we all have gifts, we all have talents, we all have an interest in this stuff. But a lot of times, if we kind of like, put our energy in all of these things like we're still going to get great product but I feel as if if we kind of hone in on what we feel could be showcased in the most beneficial form for others and I think that's what really is kind of like my my healing gift my how I can provide my services just through this oracle and then also just listening to people and being able to channel my divine feminine and out of a part where it's not conscious anymore Mm -hmm. like I don't really think about what advice is it's just more or less like this is what i'm getting for you you can take it and you can leave it but i'm here to give you that um and that's what i really want to gear chula chakras on because chula is an acronym for channeling healing uplifting light awakening and all those things kind of build up on what my business is standing for so thank you so much for kind of pointing that out seeing that and i'm receiving that in gratitude because a lot of times you just do it you you feel that it's helping people, but a lot of times you're not really sure what it's connecting for. You mm-hmm. just know you have to. And, and I love that you do that. And please tell people, anyone that has made a connection and felt that, you know, what Mickey is saying and just her essence would be helpful to you. She does do readings. I just wanted her to kind of give you guys an idea. She's going to be back on here. So this isn't like a one-time shot, but where can everybody contact you so that, you know, they can link up with you to get a reading? Thank you. Chula chakras at gmail.com. That's probably the fastest, most efficient way. If you email me and, um, you know, in at Instagram, I'm very active daily on that. Um, so even if you hit me with the DM Chula underscore chakras, um, that's also another way, uh, email. I'm also on Facebook. There's a Chula chakra squad. If you want to join the group, what, what? Feel free to- um, inspiring excuse me inspiring quotes um anything any posts links any music anything i'm super open to just kind of building this um energy squad okay yes i'm so glad that you know i had you on and you shared that because one of the things that i wanted to do was give people real i didn't want it like i said in the first place when i got into the spiritual community i'm like oh everybody's probably all uptight and love and light but as a Scorpio, I know you understand this completely, and I value you guys and Scorpio energy so much. It falls in my second house. My Uranus is in Scorpio too. Um, I feel like the transformations that we have to make don't happen unless we're embracing ourselves totally. So when people are just focused on the good or the light, they're missing an entire aspect of themselves. Embracing the darkness, not being scared of it is what I think is really, really important. And I can tell right away when I first encountered you, I'm like, this is a person that knows how to do that. Cause that's what I was looking for at that time. So I felt like people were being brought into my path that have a full understanding of navigating their darkness. And as a Scorpio, I already know you know that. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for saying that. It means really so much because it's just kind of me uh, channeling that Scorpionic energy that I have where 
I've been told a lot of times where, you know, it's an intense feeling, but I bring calmness to people. And that's what I really feel humbled about because I don't want to, there's a lot of times where I didn't know how to channel that energy and it came off a little bit more um, harsh than I expected sometimes where, you know, being a Scorpio, we're not afraid of the dark. So we'll expose that shit. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. People aren't ready for it. You know? <laughs> so it's like, ah, you kind of got to, you don't, you know, you don't want to um, walk on eggshells. So you kind of just, you know, can do that calming kind of thing where you're just kind of observing or kind of being a Scorpio where you kind of sit back and let things reveal themselves and they act accordingly because we are the feminine um, energy of Mars. You know, we're ruled by Mars yes, and Pluto. And Pluto. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, opposite of Aries, which is also ruled by Mars, they're more of the masculine energy of that. So, you know, it's really cool to kind of like channel these energies. And then I'm also a double Taurus, you know, so I have like this fixed energy about myself. Mm-hmm. Where I really, you know, solid and fixated on what my beliefs are, you know, Um, but I'm also open and involving. So it's really important. And when I was working with Mike, the peace dealer, there was um, Mercury Roberts. He goes by Aquarius Roberts. Yes. Shouts out. He's a super great soul that I've learned a lot from as well. And kind of being a colleague in the spiritual realm. Um, And Candice, Beyond the Veil, she's an amazing Scorpio that Mm -hmm. I learned a lot and worked with. And we kind of built like this, you know, um, understanding of like this Scorpionic energy field where we kind of allow people to tap into what we got going on. And just like that pure channeling, I think is really that raw essence of Scorpio too. So it feels good to be able to have that energy rece- received in a positive way. Yes. Cause I find your, you guys' energy to be pure and people will be like, no, no. Cause you know, there's a lot of people that would give Scorpios a bad rep. But the reason I'm saying it's pure is because you can look into that darkness without that fear. You can look into that darkness without all the negative connotation. Y'all always want to look underneath the surface. You can't deal with the bullshit that's just like superficial and on top. No, you're always seeking depth. And that is so admirable. So that's why it resonates with me, your energy. Thank you so much. I did want to say um, shout out to all the Virgos. Happy solar return to everybody out there. Uh, Definitely in the uh, MC realm. I know we spoke about, you know, um, a lot of the the MC energy. There's so many MC Virgos. And I did want to mention, as we're talking about the divine feminine, Foxy Brown is a Virgo. Uh, You know what? I did not. And now that I think about it, hmm. That's fitting, especially for one song that I I had in mind. Shouts out to Foxy. Shouts out to all the Virgo MCs. I think they're some of my my favorites. You know, some great ones in the mix and things. And um, yes, great to kind of embody that energy too. You know, listening to some of our favorite Virgo MCs around this time. I feel like that will really be um, helpful to me with all my Virgo energy and trying to. Just, I don't know. I like music for me is kind of not only an escape, but it's a, it's just a mindset because I I know people that go, I don't really listen to music. And I'm like, what? Like, like, wait. <laughs> Yo, my Scorpio brother just said that uh, <laughs> conversation the other day. He was like, "Yo, I actually heard people say some crazy shit before. Like they didn't like music. And I was just like, yo, that is probably like the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, how do you not? Says that? Let me, there's so many different types. There gotta be one you like. It's like a soundtrack to my life, but you know, I'm <laughs> like, who, who the hell? I mean, yeah. you, you've got 
even for the newer rappers that are Virgos, there's Little Yachty, Wiz Khalifa. We know Easy E. Shout outs oh, to Easy, rest in peace. Yes, definitely. I have. Oh my gosh, I have this thing with with Nas's birthday because his birthday is the same day as Amy Winehouse's day um, birthday. And anybody that knows me, my Capricorn moon is conjunct her Capricorn moon. She helped me through some really deep shit with her music, and I just, yeah, I'm just like. Something oh, about yes. September 14th. That's their birthday. <laughs> One of my favorites is uh, Busy Bone, actually. Yes! Virgo um, definitely has um, been a catalyst in my uh, hip-hop journey as an adolescent to, you know, being an adult. I actually opened up for Busy Bone in Warren, Michigan. Get it! Yeah, it was in 2006. I still have the flyer, and that shit was just golden to me because it was like, yo, you guys don't understand. Like, I grew up on Creeping on a Come Up. Like, this is fucking Honey, honey, bone thugs. You, I remember, I remember we briefly um, talked about that before because I think out of the blue, I just hadn't listened to what East ninety uh, East nineteen ninety nine Eternal in a while, and I just had this wow. night where I was like, "Oh no, I'm putting that on." Yo, Bone Thugs is a big yeah. part of my life. Like, oh. so I feel you. Oh, that some energy. You put that shit on. Oh, <laughs> that is my. Sh- I love them. I love them. And then I, I have to give shout outs to Big Daddy Kane's Virgo. I didn't know oh. that. Uh, until recently hunty i remember being a little kid being like i i loved him there's no reason i should have been obsessed with that man like that i was far too young (laughs) i was far too young (laughs) do all the lyrics now there's always like been controversy around this rapper who i actually admire i think he's dope but shout out to mace he's also yes yes see Mason Betha, we can all front if we want to, because I know there was a time in hip hop where um, there were people that were really rallying against, you know, the glam glitz, um, you know, braggadocious type stuff. And then also the fact that, you know, they were like, oh, well, Puffy is just making, oop, and it's funny. Does that, if I say Puffy, does everybody know who I'm talking about? Or to y'all, is he Diddy? Because I still call him Puffy. Right, I, I'm not really sure if we ever refer to him as Diddy. Sorry, Puffy. Yeah, I'm, you're, it's Puff, Puff Daddy, like Puffy. Like I just can't. But you know, there were a lot of people that didn't like that shit. Like they were like, first of all, he's just sampling all these hits from the '80s, and so you know. But Mace was dope. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. See, I'm glad that we agree on that because I give it up for Maze. I think that he just had this flow that was so natural. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing was forced with Maze. Like nope. You could just listen to his shit and be like, he is so chill. He will put you in that state. And his flows, to me, they were just put together. Like it had me flow. It had me kind of in that mode. Like, yo, why are you over there looking at me? Why you girl standing here? Yes, that. Oh, I'm gonna play that. See, you you started something. The hell, you know, and just the way he used to hit it, I'm like, yo, there wasn't too many um that were like me. And like, yo, mystical is a Virgo. Yo, mystical is cra- his flow is crazy. I found that out. Like, 
like, I, I almost want to double check that because I'm like, okay, you sure he ain't a Sag in this Yeah, case? let me, I'm like, wait, let me see. See, now you got me looking too. Because, you know. Okay, let, let, let me get a confirmation on that. <laughs> I, I really think that he is, and I feel that I just found that out, but yo, his energy on the mic was always on 10 from the first time i heard him for um y'all ain't ready though i'll never forget that ever i was like who is this his person i don't know i don't know what's going on but all i know is what he did do in the music and there wasn't many people that were coming out like mystical not at all not at all yeah, he had that. He was one of my favorite. I mean, he was definitely my favorite from No Limit, no question mm-hmm. about it. Um, but Master P was definitely, um, you know what I mean? He was a pioneer at this shit. Yes, I mean? he was, yeah. and you could tell it too. Was, you know, he made his he made his name. But yeah, I want to say Mystical is a Virgo too. So that that that's interesting. Get it? We know Joe Budden is one. Um, I actually just saw. <laughs> Joe Budden, wow, yeah, I just recently watched his uh, little rant he had about, you know, uh, the hometown hero. I know, I've seen it too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I mean, hey, Slaughterhouse is a dope group, I will say that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. is what it is i definitely ride for the home team i hear you and i i don't blame you i just when i was listening to him i was just wondering i'm like what are the rest of his placements because i think i saw online some (laughs) somebody was like i just love that you just said that you could have said anything but just you saying that alone i want to i'm like i want to know all your placements because (laughs) i think he knows his moon if i'm not mistaken i saw somebody on facebook that kind of engaged him in twitter conversation and for the life of me i can't remember what he said his moon was but i was like yo because people were talking about you know signs have good sides bad sides etc and they're like i think i think joe budden is a dark-sided virgo and i'm like i marinated on that a little bit i could see that nitpicky criticalness um kind of look down their nose at you i i I feel that i I feel that coming off of them just a little just a little (laughs) i'm being nice yeah (laughs) Um, there could be a little bit of that uh, bitterness coming off a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not really sure what to... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what your deal is. I may have to marinate on it a little bit more myself. But it's fun, though. I mean, I, I look forward to doing this again in the next season with you. You know, Yes. There will be... Yeah, there, there'll be some things I'm going to holler at you at for sure. I do appreciate your time. Happy birthday to all the Virgos. Anybody out there, if you're looking for um, or you're feeling a little bit more needy in, in the sense of you want to get everything together, the universe is supporting you right now. Use that Virgo and energy to separate what's necessary from what's not to kind of look at the details, plan your shit. This is the definite season for that, right? Yes, and don't overthink it, you know? Sometimes mm-hmm. if it's that much energy, we tend to overanalyze, overthink. You know, plan it and just do it. Don't overdo anything. Just really feel that you have to get it done because you are ready, you know? And we are ready to make that next shift. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that I had you on. You are dope as always. Can't wait to do it again. And I want to thank everybody out there for continuing to listen to the podcast. We've got so much more stuff coming. Again, please give it up from Nikki for Nikki. 
from Shula Chakras. This woman is definitely somebody that I'm going to have a lot coming up with. I can just tell. Yes, same. And thank you. I'm really, really honored. And it's been awesome. It's been so dope. So thank you so much. And shout out to everybody tuning in. Yes. <laughs> thank you guys. And we'll see you a little later for another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Again, I am your host, Illy Vish. Everybody have a peaceful, positive, productive week. Peace. I just wanted to give a shout out to the family, friends, and fans all over the world that are feeling the tremendous loss of Mac Miller. Though Mac Miller left this earth realm during Virgo season, I do know that he will live on for eternal life in the astral realm. A young Capricorn spiritual G. Mac Miller definitely made an impact in hip-hop music. I was definitely inspired by his soul. He was talented, a true artist, someone that made you feel his emotions and what he was going through. He showed his vulnerability, his struggles, his victories. A unique soul that was rare and definitely will be cherished. Thank you to Mac Miller. He was definitely one of a kind. I'm going to be bumping The Divine Feminine, an album that he dropped in 2016 to keep him in the most high vibrational energy as possible. He also dropped a project or album called Swimming. Check that out. Keep him lifted up in love, in abundance. Fly on, Mac. We love you. So just wanted to let everybody know that we're running a contest over here at Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Um, we wanted to take an opportunity to reach out to the listeners and give you guys an opportunity to enter this contest for either a natal chart reading or a solar return reading. A solar return reading would tell you what year you're going to have or what to look for in the coming year from your birthday to next birthday. So if you'd like to enter that contest, all you have to do is hit me up on my email. It's Philadelphia I-L-L-A-D like David, E like elephant, L like love, P as in Paul, H as in Henry, I as in ice, A as in Adam, Jones, J-O-N as in Nancy, E like elephant, S, at gmail.com in the subject line you want to put sgc contest and all i'd like you to do is tell me what your favorite part of the podcast is we'll pick a winner by september 30th so please if you want to enter and you want to get on here with one of our amazing readers and me uh, to have a free natal chart reading or a free solar return reading just email me at philadelphiajones at gmail.com hope you guys have a great week peace <laughs>